Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Sound a lot better this week. No, we're not. Yes, we are. No. We have two microphones now. Yeah, okay, so maybe the audio will be better, but the quality certainly will not be better. Well, the show will still be what bad. the show is. We're still um, bad. We're bad at this. But you're bad at this. Every week the sound audio gets a little better. I'm great. Because Fred said the audio sucked, so now we figured out how to record with two mics. Is that the plot of Drop Dead Fred? Is that how no. this Fred Fred that emailed the show and said our audio quality That's sucks. Right. Now we got microphones that we didn't pay for. I paid for both of these microphones. Microphones that I didn't pay for. Yeah, you have one of this type of mic somewhere. Yeah, in your I have house. it, but that doesn't mean that I one's had mine. Pay. That was yours. That's from many years ago. Not my, not my deal. Not we my tried deal. to have a podcast before one time. We. So what I've heard before about podcasts is it takes seven episodes. Once you get past the seventh episode, you are committed and you will do it. And we got to six. We did get to six. We I got only to posted six, four of and them then up. we were like, you know what? No, this is dumb. I don't want to do this anymore. This but podcast do, is never going to die. I no, like once you one. do seven, then you're like, no, I'm committed, then you'll keep going. So okay. it just takes that final little stretch. That makes sense to me. We're on episode five. Okay, so we got one more before I quit, which is great. That's I'll get somebody else. It's fine. That's fine. That's fine. It should be fine. Everything should be fine. We started? We have. Welcome to 5 by 5 at the movies, everyone. Jesus Christ. Okay. Hi. Mason, how was your week? It's been fine. It's been yeah. great. Did you vote? Today's voting day. It's Tuesday. It is the 6th. It is voting day. I voted today. I didn't vote early, but I voted I did today. early voting. I early voted on the 24th. See, I feel like I am more inclined to give a shit about the results if I voted that day because it's more instant gratification. If I voted last week, I'd be like, whatever. I already voted. I don't care anymore. Well, I mean, I voted. I didn't post the photo online because I feel like the I voted early doesn't have the same significance as I voted. I agree with that. Like people are like, okay, cool, you did it. You got to go to Randall's at three in the afternoon. That's fine. I don't care. That but random beeping in the background is a security door where we It's the T one thousand. It is not uh the T two thousand. Sure. Uh, but so anyway, there's gonna be some random beeps in the background of this episode. Enjoy. I am. So, I got zero sleep last night, so really? I. Really? You've been a little surly today, and you've had your hood up for most of the day, which I, I am, think is really funny. I am loopy. This is gonna be fun. I'm gonna just go off the room. Again, I did no research, so I'm just gonna respond to whatever That's you say fine. to me. So I did research. I actually looked up how to podcast uh, this week. Good. So now I know how five to use the two in. mics. Five episodes in. I also learned on GarageBand how to change it to time so we can actually see how long the episode has been well, as opposed to just guessing. That wasn't there before. Don't worry. We'll pull up the website. We'll go to uh, just stopwatch.com. Stopwatch.com. We've never. Why well, I, I turned my phone off during the show. Yours is out right now. Yeah, that's but it's funny. on airplane mode, so it doesn't matter. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, that's... Son of a bitch. You're a smart guy. <laughs> Let's talk about some movie news. All right. All right. I'm not sure if this is movie news or not, but I want to talk about it. Idris Elba voted Sexiest Man Alive by People Magazine. Good. He should yeah. be. Yes. Hell yeah. I have no stake in it. Wasn't it last year it was Blake Shelton? Yes. That felt very Trump's America to me. It was Trump's America. That felt very much that this is a step in the right direction, but good. That's because he he's not the sexiest man. Oh, sex, sorry, sexiest man alive, not America. I was just gonna yes, say it's not alive. America because he is the sexiest man alive. Yes, he, he's very good. He's very attractive. Do they do so? I've I've only I've never really looked into the process. Do they give you like a list of the top fifty? Do they rank them? I've never read it. Or is it just I just look for the headline. It's just we've all collectively decided because I want to see like who made the podium this year. Right. <laughs> Is it, one, two, and three. Yeah, like who's like who's like the top ten, and like because if I because if it were like at that, and I like won number eight, 
I would wear that like every day. I'd have a little badge that I'm number eight sexiest man alive. I'd be happy to be in the top eight million. Yeah. There's a lot of people. Oh. People, there are, there are 7 billion people alive. That's true. If you're in the top 8 million, you're doing freaking amazing. That's, that's true. You're doing pretty well. You're not. I'm not. There's no way I am. No. There, there's not a single chunky guy I in the top be. 8 million. I might be. You might be. That's true. Not with that haircut. That's a great haircut. She, I know. She lined the bowl up nicely and everything, so it's great. We should talk more about our haircuts on our audio podcast. You're so but bad at this. You said you looked up how to podcast. Yeah, but your haircut's awful. It's fine. It's great. It's Moving great on. for an 8-year-old. Idris Elba is the sexiest man alive. He's the sexiest man alive. So maybe they'll let him be James Bond. That's where I'm actually getting to this, is I was kind of crestfallen. I I love Daniel Craig, James Bond, don't get me wrong, but I'm ready to see Elba be James Bond. I don't think, I think Craig is being held hostage by money. I mean, I would take the money. I mean, that's the kind of thing, like, he's, like, he's actively said, I don't want to do this anymore. He is actively, like, I hate every process, I hate every part of this, but they just keep giving him money for kind of diminishing returns. I also, I don't think they're ever going to make one of him that I like more than Casino Royale. I like all of the Daniel Craig James Bonds. No, they're all great. They're all good movies. Casino Royale is so singular. Also, like, James Bond has been a franchise that's been around for decades and decades at this point. So it's, it's okay to switch actors, go somewhere else. Like, Pierce Brosnan was fine. He was only in a couple. Roger Moore was great. He was in quite a few you can bounce around you don't have to like this is our guy this is our guy for the rest of all eternity it's like no let's move on let's try something different have uh, you've seen casino royale right yeah okay can we talk about the nut scene where he, he tortures them by bashing his nuts with a rope oh yeah that was very 2005 that was maybe one of my favorite film scenes in a movie of all time i'm sitting in the theater going he's torturing daniel craig by smashing him in the nuts with a rope this is amazing yes no that's great and that was that's how you knew this is a James Bond who he don't play by the rules. If, if he that plays scene by his own rules. doesn't give you a pain in your stomach that you get when you get kicked in the nuts, then you have no empathy for other human beings. But just thinking about it, I get a pain in my stomach. Bad guy, James Bond. Ready for my favorite piece of news of the week? Go for it. Shrek is getting a reboot. <laughs> Shrek. Shrek. Shrek came out in 1999. You're incorrect. When did it come out? Hold on. I'm going to get to that. Okay. The second piece of news, Puss in Boots is also getting a reboot. Like, it's going to be like a whole new universe. Okay. 99 is your first guess. Keep guessing for when Shrek came out. 2001. Correct. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Good it job. Was, it was in that range. It was yeah. like that early. It was in the range where you could still play Smash Mouth All-Star, not ironically. I still play Smash Mouth All-Star ironically. I love that song. Right, fair. But what I'm saying is if it showed up, it has been memed to death. Right. But it, it was at a time where it's like, you know what? Yeah, this makes sense. This is good trailer music, so that's fine. So Puss in Boots came out in 2011, and it's getting a reboot. I, that's So are they rebooting it, or they're just like, they kind of realize that, oh, wow, Puss in, Puss in, cause Puss in Boots also got one sequel or two sequels? Think, or spinoffs, I should say. I think two. Okay. Probably like eight direct to, to, mo- to DVD. Right. So they kind of realize that, okay, here's a character that, I, I, why are they, this movie came out in 2001, so that's 17 years. Yep. How early is This has to be the earliest reboot of all time. It I, has to be. I mean... Although they did just announce they're going to reboot Pirates of the Caribbean, too. That might be the earliest reboot, the Pirates one, but... Yeah. Well, well, I mean, like, so first of all, everyone that did Shrek's still alive. Right. <laughs> like, And, like, there's no... A lot of times when people do reboots, it's because they either want to 
reimagine the story in a different way. Like when they do, like that's the popular one with horror movies. Like they did the first Halloween reboot yeah. because they wanted to see Michael Myers as a child or yeah. what is Freddy Krueger really like? Like, oh, bleh. but then they'll sometimes reboot something because the technology has improved in such a way that, okay, this one looks really bad. This one's a lot better quality. Let's do this instead. I don't think the technology has improved to that level. Like the first Shrek movie was fine. Like there's not I an like anti- the Shrek movie. Yeah, it's great. Like animation technology, I feel like hasn't improved so much. A donkey has sex with a dragon. It's amazing. Implied sex with a dragon. We don't ever see it. We don't see it. That's so we true. don't know if that actually happened. They have children. A lot of people have children without having sex. Name one. Adoption. You can't adopt a hybrid. You sure can. Okay, I'm not gonna. We're, we're gonna, going down. We're going down. We're, yeah, we're, we're so let's. far <laughs> off the topic. But, okay, but I, I just, I, this is still too early. For also, they've released like it's like they've done Shrek four or five. They've done five movies plus the Puss in Boots movies. Yeah. So there's no reason why they can't just like continue down that saga. They can't just like. There's no need to reboot. This I is, would keep watching Shrek movies. This is too early for a reboot for something that is still very much in our pop culture zeitgeist because we're still very much all in on Shrek movies. Shrek is love. Yeah, like Shrek is still like... Shrek is love. There is... Usually you'll reboot something because there's a generation of people who haven't seen it yet or haven't experienced it yet. We haven't hit that peak where we're a generation or two removed from this medium. Like there is still actively people who are 8, 9, 10 years old who know what Shrek is and is aware of it. So make a sequel. One of the headlines about this I saw was Shrek, which is more meme than movie, is getting a reboot. So which you got a point. It is. Like yeah. it's still like it's still evolved. It'd be like if they redid the B movie just because the B movie is popular. It's like, no, it's just it's a meme. Right I now. love B movie. Have we talked about B movie I've yet? I've never seen the B movie, but why'd you bring it up then? Because, because it's it fits so the same idea. Like it's just, it's a meme now. It's not a movie, it's it a is, meme. It is the dumbest good movie. Like it's a good movie, but it is dumb. It is dumb. It's very dumb. From what I've heard, I quote I, that movie way too much. You like jazz? <laughs> I no, too early. I you, it has to be a generation removed if you're going to reboot something. Otherwise, conti- the storyline can continue. There's still characters involved. So, like, otherwise, like, what are they? Gonna, they we already know how Shrek and Fiona met. We know how Donkey met. Are they? Yeah, just gonna it's add, weird. Are they going to get rid of the Cameron Diaz Fiona character entirely? Is it going to be just a whole brand new? I don't like, know. I just I. It's the reason they didn't make Jurassic World a reboot. They made it a continuation, which was smart. Right. They continued the storyline. It's like, hey, we still, we've laid down Because this movie came out in fucking 1990, what, three or five? What was it, 95? Three. You sure? Jurassic Park, the first movie. So, yeah, that's that's what it's like. You can't, it's too soon to reboot, but you can keep going. Too soon to reboot, but you can, like, you've already built the foundation of the story and the structure. Just continue on like that. But that beep is driving me insane. Too early to reboot. All right. Next piece of news. Walking Dead. Who cares? Uh, that is actually part of the story because their uh, <laughs> ratings have been dwindling so steadily and so shitty. And now on last Sunday, the main character left. Rick I, Grimes is gone. I have never seen a single episode of Walking Dead. That doesn't shock me. Because the only thing I've ever heard from people talking about Walking Dead is how much they hate it. But That's they're funny. still involved in the story that they can't just like set it down and walk away. That's fine. But it is something I genuinely have negative interest in. But so <laughs> I forgot. I, I have no, nothing to that. But I like Rick, Walking Dead. Rick Grimes left. Rick Grimes left, and they're gonna. 
it, it was like this big news and this big story, like the main character's leaving, but they're going to make three made-for-TV movies on the continuing adventures of Rick Grimes. Right, so no, he didn't leave. He didn't he just, leave. It's a cash grab for more spectacle. It's, it's The show should just die. The show, I, I you know, the zombie. I, I, I can't get excited about it. I can't be all like, ooh, well, it's exciting. It's just, it's not... We need, never, a, we need a break from zombies. We need a good 15-year break from zombies, and then we'll come back. Well, wasn't it ahead of the zombie curve? Wasn't no. it like... No, it wasn't. No. Oh, okay. No. It so, came out after Zombieland, so... Okay, so it came out after we Zombieland were Zombieland was peak zombie. What was the first one? Like, the... the what was the first time when, like, zombies came back, and we were like, ooh, we're getting... Because I know it was, like, part of, like, video games, like... Whatever the fast, the first fast zombie was. That's like, my guess. Like, Left for Dead? I don't know. Like maybe. a video game? It probably was a video game that restarted the zombies. Because I know thing. video game zombie. Because it was the Nazis, then it was zombies, then it went back to Nazis, then back to zombies. They kind of go back and forth between the two. But no, the zombie thing is done. We're over it. It's let's move on. I say Zombieland was peak zombie, and they're making a sequel to Zombieland. But I'm like, you're way too late. They've been you're trying way too to, late. Though. They've been trying to do that for a while. I don't think it's ever for you to make happen. a movie where I don't want to see Emma Stone in it is insane because I love Emma Stone but I don't want to see a zombie land too. No. Again, like you've built the world, you've built the universe. I'd like to go back to it and see it, but you got to give me a good hook if I want to see it. I'm not going to just Right. If Zombieland 2 is about the world where all the zombies are dead and they have to rebuild society and Woody Harrelson's in charge, I'm watching that movie. Yeah, that's exciting. That's fun. That's like cool. Now we're just Even like, if it's just about the politics of that world, I'm, I'm engaged. Just, I just don't care about people killing him zombies. On, him anymore. on his Twinkie throne. With the exception of Anna and the Apocalypse. Yes. Which is coming out what? this month. That's a musical, though. That's it more of like a, a Christmas musical. That it's has... a Christmas musical that happens to have zombies in it. Right. So, like, that, like, the, the, yeah, there's a fresh angle on it. That's something that you can actually get behind. You can actually, oh, cool. Like, this is exciting. I like this. This is not just scared person screaming, zombie slowly marches, you know, grab and eat. It's like, no, here's la, 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 la. Like, okay, cool. Add that element to it. <laughs> That's actually what the whole movie is. Just that in the background. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I love that movie so fierce. I saw it at Fantastic Fest. If anyone listens to this podcast, please, please, please go watch no one Apocalypse. To this podcast. We have at least 10 listeners. At least. Cool. All right, let's talk about some geek news. I held off on all the geek news. Now we're going into real geeky stuff. Let's talk about Venom. Okay. Did what you if, see Venom? Yeah. So Venom made $500 million worldwide. I said it would. Okay, right? So it did a lot better than they thought. So uh, all the analysts are basically saying this means that Spider-Man there is not going back to Marvel full-time. Like, there's gonna they're going to continue the Spider-Verse with Sony. A lot of people said if Venom dies, they're just going to stop and they're going to sell all the characters back to Marvel. But now they're saying that Tom Hardy is, one, going to be back because they want that money. There'll be another Venom movie. Mm-hmm. And they're going to keep going with this uh, universe of Spider-Man villains. Which... I said Venom was going to do well because it is a comic book movie. We are past the era of comic book movies not doing well. Even yep. the ones that we all collectively kind of groan at, like even you know Justice League. The, the DC ones didn't do as well as the Marvel. But Remember the Mar- you said this because of the next piece of news, but keep going. But I'm saying the Marvel movies, we've gone past the idea of a Marvel character. Like, oh, no one's going to see this movie. It's going to bomb. No one cares. Like, no, 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 no. We're going to see the movie. It's maybe not critic choice. It may be not be the best acted or the best blah, 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 but it's... The hell you say. But people are going to see these movies. So I'm not shocked at all that... Now, I think they moved in the right direction with the Sony-Marvel partnership because that at least helps and you can like bring these characters together, but 
do you think so you're saying this is now going to lead to sony going back on that and saying you know what actually we're just going to keep a hold of all these guys and we're going to like withdraw our support for so long like if you saw the end of uh, amazing spider-man 2 when they had like the closet of all the different type of animal suits and then they bring rhino at the end sony's main goal is to have like this villain universe forever wasn't there supposed to be a sinister six there was that was the beginning yeah. of the sinister six movie it was supposed to be all of them in their, their weird animal robot suits they want they want to do the anti-hero movie they still want to have that i'm just saying does this mean going forward that the tom holland spider-man is that going to still be in conjunction I think with it's marvel i think uh marvel gets to keep tom holland forever but there might be a second spider-man in the sony verse that's my theory Ooh. there's two joker movies being filmed right now that's true. there could be two spider-man well, movies the into the spider-verse movie coming out at the end of the year Maybe that's true of, too. is it in the next year early it's next year is it this year yeah which that'll be really trippy and really excited. It's so interesting because it looks like stop motion. Well, there are elements of it, so it's like it goes between everything. I don't... It, it's... <laughs> that was a well-constructed sentence. Please continue. <laughs> um, Alright. Into the Spider-Verse. Good. Spider-Pig's in it. Spider-Ham. Spider-Pig, yeah. Which Don, John Mulaney is, which is awesome. Spider-Ham. I'm excited for that. Alright, what, what, else, what else you got? All right, speaking of amazing comic book movies, I want everyone to know, this is very important that everybody in the world knows, that the 1994 Fantastic Four movie that never got released is now on YouTube. (laughs) If you've ever seen clips of it, it is. This is the movie. Visually a pile of shit. This movie was made specifically so that they could retain the rights to Correct. Fantastic Four. The production company didn't want to give up the rights, but it had been so long. They're like, look, if you don't make a movie this year, you lose it. So they made the movie. They made uh, uh, credit, or not credits, um, trailers. They put them in movies. They attached to home releases. Uh, had a release date in January of 1994. And then they did. The producers just pulled the production. Oh, like, look, we made it. See, we got it. And then we got to keep that. So I've then. skipped through it. It is not good. Even for like for like early '90s standards. Even for like if you love a bad movie. Even if you're someone who likes, you know, like The Room or uh, like Troll Two. Like this is unwatchable fucking garbage. So this is not going to be the new 420. Let's get blazed and watch a movie. Like it's going to be a whole. No, it is garbage. But. I recommend listening to it anyway, or listening, watching it anyway, because it's it's that bad. It's like it's like rubbernecking a train wreck. Are there any names attached to it? Are no, any, okay, not so a it single is. person you would recognize. Okay, no, I'm pretty sure they they murdered everyone who was in the movie just so they could never tell just stories salt of the it. Earth. It's like you know what? No, nope, yeah. you, you are never working in this <laughs> town again. They salted the earth. <laughs> Have you not heard that before? No, I know, but like to but as a to say that about the actors because like you're all you're never gonna work in another movie again because that's how bad it is. I'm excited. I'm gonna watch it. You should watch I it. I say I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch a bit of it. And I, I, we should I can, watch it and then review it. I can do <laughs> I can do a bad movie, but like I it's gotta be a bad movie that we've already all collectively decided this is worthy of watching. This is fine to see and be a part of like the Room, I didn't see until after it blew up and became the go-to, you gotta watch this movie. Then I saw it, realized it was bad, but I've seen it a million times. Troll 2, same kind of deal. Like it, This just seems like it's just bad, of like not well thought out, and you can't laugh at it. And if you can't laugh at it, then it's just a bad movie that makes you feel bad. What's a movie that you love that is universally hated? Basketball. Okay, that's fair. 
I quit basketball a lot. Yeah, people don't like that movie. People don't like the movie. I think it's all dudes. Um, Batman and Robin. You do not like that movie. I've seen Batman and Robin more than I've seen a lot of movies. I've seen that movie a lot. That movie is practically unwatchable. I So in college, it was our college drinking game movie where you take a drink every time you hear an ice-related pun. Now, the question was that, uh, a movie that you genuinely like. Do you genuinely like Batman and Robin? I think it's fine. That that's was not that, the question. That's not, that's not the game. Let's go back. What is a movie that you genuinely like that is universally hated? I mean, does basketball count? Is it universally hated? I don't think it's universally I think it's got – it has, like, its fans. It's got, it has yeah. its people that – there's not a lot – I'm trying to think of a movie that I would stick up for that I would say – because, like, there's a lot of movies that I like that are not great movies, but people, like, they have their audiences. Like, people want to hate on Space Jam. Space Jam's a great movie. People Nobody like, hates on Space Jam. Everyone loves Space Jam. Um I try to. I don't. Do you have one? Do you have one like? Oh, Howard the Duck. All right, Howard the Duck. I will watch that movie over and over and over again. I love that movie, and everybody fucking hates it. Yeah, I've never seen it, so I don't know. It's so great. I hosted a seventy millimeter screening of it at the Alamo Draft House, uh, where the uh, projector went down halfway through, (laughs) but the first half was amazing. That's that's good. I like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to think about this. I, I really... All right, well, you have homework for next week. Uh, Find a movie that you genuinely love. And you know what? If anybody's out there listening and you want to email us, 5x5film at gmail.com, let us know a movie you love that is universally hated, and we will discuss it here on the show for all 12 of our listeners. Yeah. I say 12 instead of 10 now because we're going to listen now. Well, I'm still not. No, you got to download so we can. No, get I, I download. I don't listen, but I download. Okay, that's fine. That's what yeah. we really want. Yeah, really I don't want. care if you listen to my show. Just download it just, so we can just, get, start getting some ad dollars. Yeah, download's the important thing. <laughs> Perfect. All right, what do you got? What else? Let's do an interview. Oh, okay. All right, here is my pre-recorded. This is my last pre-recorded interview, so this is the last one that's going to have shit quality. I'm sorry, Fred. I'm sorry for like the 12 other people that have told me that the quality of the recordings are shit. This is before we. I googled how to podcast. But this is my interview with um, uh, Doug Menson, famous stoner, maker of Super High Me. Uh, it's pretty long, so I might break it up into two parts. If I do, we'll do one part this week, one part next week. So, so maybe not the, the last shittiest recording, but uh, we're getting towards the end of the shitty recordings at least. So here is my interview with Doug Benson, famous stoner. My favorite podcast is Doug, Love Mo- Doug Loves Movies. Uh, so there's that. So here's, here's my interview. All right, we're here with Doug Benson. Hi, Doug. Hi. Keith. That was weird. I jumped up and down when I said hi, and my voice cracked, and I'm not sure I can edit that. Yeah, well. Bad start. Off what are you going to do? Start. That's, you know, that's the nature of this this world we, we live in, is you just hit record, and whatever the fuck happens. That's right. Uh, we're at the Highball during Fantastic Fest. We're drinking Tito's and Soda. This is my first alcoholic beverage of the festival, so that's exciting. What? Yeah, I've been running. You like to keep clear for uh, running everything? I'm real bad drunk or high. I'm, I'm, I'm angry. I'm belligerent. I throw chairs. Every, everything's just terrible. So if I'm, if I'm working, I'm clear-headed. Yeah, because also you have to deal with a lot of dickheads. And if you're coming at them hard, mm-hmm. it makes it... There's no room for negotiation. <laughs> I threw out someone before Tenacious D last night, and he was the angriest, most belligerent dude. And he was—he was great. He's like, "Oh, James, so we could stay." I'm like, "Oh, James, who?" He's like, "Oh, you know James." Uh, I'm like, classic. I'm like, I know that trick. You gotta go. He's like, "I'm a lawyer. I'm gonna sue you." I'm like, "Cool." 
It's fine. Just leave. Did yeah. I tell you about the time I went to a show at uh, one of the many venues of South by Southwest, and it was you know Tenacious D was gonna play, mm-hmm. and I went by there, and I, you know, I went by the front door just to see, you know, on the off chance that they would, you know, recognize me and let me in, mm-hmm. and because uh, all those things just get packed, mm-hmm. and uh, the guy at the door is like, hey, Doug Benson, uh, a guy you know is in there, all, is in the show already, and I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes, yeah, a guy came up and said, I've got Doug Benson's earbuds. Like, held up some earbuds <laughs> and said, can I go inside? He's inside. Can I go inside and find him? And they let him in. That's they let him genius. in based on that. And then I never found the guy, but I was still, like, appreciated that that's a smart move. But also was like, you know. I wonder if he just goes around every fuck? South by. Oh, this is Doug's. I got Doug's but that's a real crapshoot. I mean, you know, I a lot of people that work those doors in Austin know me, but uh, right. <laughs> but to just go, hey, these belong to Doug Benson. There'd be so many people that go, what the fuck are you talking about? Who cares? I'm talking about a fantastic <laughs> best story about you from the year it was in Lakeline in the theater. Up north. Oh yeah, yeah, we had and you were way walk- over there. Oh yeah, we were way <laughs> up north, and you were walking around with a clipboard one day, and this lady came out just super angry. And she came up to you and said, <laughs> it's too loud in there. You need to turn down the theater. And you just said, I'll make a note of it. And, <laughs> and wrote it down on my and clipboard. And wrote it down on the clipboard and walked away. <laughs> and then you just kind of winked at everyone. And I talk about that all the time. But no matter what, if you have a clipboard, people are going to believe you're in charge. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know why I have a clipboard, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> and But people who complain that, that the sound is too loud in movies don't. They should just not go to the movies. Just move back. Because it's rarely, I think it's, I think it's rarely loud enough. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's never too loud. No. Well, the trailers are too loud sometimes, oh. but that's just because they have the same val- volume but different mix. I have shot hearing. Nothing's ever too loud for me. Hearing is garbage. <laughs> All right, movies. I'm movies. Ask you about movies. Let's do it. This is at the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're watching movies at home, describe your ritual. What snacks are eaten? And what are you watching TV on your laptop on a monitor? I've got a you know a flat screen or whatever a fairly you know not a huge one. Mm-hmm. I, I should have I I should have a better setup at home. It's just you know it's about that size that one here in this karaoke room in right. the highball and um, yeah I don't. Uh, don't really have any rituals like uh, lately here's the thing lately I'm seeing almost all movies that I see are either in a theater or on my phone while I'm like flying or something right you know and I and I try to avoid like people always want to send links to screeners you know like Mm -hmm. you know because I'm such an influencer but I don't like watching them that way Right, <laughs> I like it to be. Out. I like it to be on the big screen, or it's some big studio production right. that I like. That I then I'll watch it on my phone. Right, you know. But I've experienced it on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Now I will watch it on my phone, and you know, in flights, planes are like a, a great time to catch up on stuff. But now Netflix and things like that are making me. TV is so good. Right, I hate to say this on your movie podcast. That's great. But the, but the TV and the streaming services and the TV they're making is so good mm-hmm. that like I get really torn like I because I want to watch movies 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 but then I'll be like oh but this you know this show looks really good and then 
that show, you know, when you watch a season on Netflix, that takes like eight hours. So you could have seen four movies. Mm-hmm. The uh, the company I'm doing the podcast for, everyone is on a master spreadsheet, so everyone's watching the same shows on Netflix at the same time. So like when we go out and have conversations, no one feels like an asshole. <laughs> I love that. Just like all right, we're all watching Ozark this week. Because so there's so it. much shit on Netflix, so like. I mean, you know, Netflix sends me emails telling me what's new or whatever, but, uh, you know, aside from those, like, it's just hard to know what's even in there. And their search engine's terrible. It is. Like, you should be able to type the name of a director or actor into it and, and get a bunch of stuff, and it doesn't doesn't you, work that way at all. When you say Netflix sends you emails, do you mean the auto-generated one, or is there someone at Netflix who's like, <laughs> Doug, Doug's going to like this? No, no, just the auto-generated yeah, ones, which okay. do say, you know, oh, here's something you're going to love, you know, and I'm always like, come it's on. never right. Come on. <laughs> Maybe. Let's wait and see. Uh, when you are at a non-draft house theater, mm-hmm. what is your favorite thing to sneak in? Food-wise. Oh, wow. Well, you know, I... I used to sneak in like you know, uh, you know meals and stuff. Right. And and but over the years I've sort of grown, like uh, more. I, I feel bad for people sitting around me if it's you know something that's got an aroma that's not uh, something they. Uh, it's not a food that's available at the snack bar. Right. Like they can't go out and get some. You know right. what I mean? Like they can't smell my pizza or hamburger or whatever it is right. and they go get it. So I feel bad about that, but but also I just like. I make more money now so I can afford movie theater snacks because the prices are just just insane so I do like that question about sneaking stuff in Jesse Malton told me there's a Chipotle next to the theater near her house and she'll get a whole burrito and just bring it in with her and that made me really really happy yeah that's a little that's a tough one because I, I would feel people around me would be like oh I wish I could have a burrito but <laughs> what if you brought extra burritos? Or if you, you know, and burritos would be really gross if for some reason it ended, she ended up dropping it on the floor. Right. Because you're not going to pick it up and finish it, and somebody has to clean it up. Someone has to clean it up. I did the movie theater thing for uh, you know uh, a little while when I was young. I worked in a movie theater, and the uh, what is the grossest thing you found? <laughs> uh, you know, it's just mostly um, the thing that drives me crazy about it and I don't know how Alamo draft us sometimes you, you hear it but it's not as often in, as in most theaters just how f- sticky the floors get yeah just gross me out well there's like a whole where like it feels there. like if you know if you weren't a strong adult person your, your foot would right. stay in one spot it's <laughs> like quicksand and I was you know I'm old enough to remember when you you know I didn't do it often, but I occasionally did see movies in porn theaters mm-hmm. or former porn theaters. Right. And man, those floors. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I guess cleanliness <laughs> isn't top of your agenda if you're just in a porn theater. If you're Pee Wee Herman or Fred Willard, you're not, you're not yeah. worried about... I met Pee Wee Herman. You're not he worried was, about was, the cleanup was, guy. He was up here in the karaoke room, so he didn't make any messes. He seems like a wonderful human being. I mean, it was like, you know, a porn theater like Tallahassee or some shit. I mean, that's what like it was. I it was also, why he got in it was probably also one of the last standing porn theaters. Porn theaters and that's what people did in, in porn theaters. Yeah. Well, like, that's such a weird, that's such a weird sting operation. We're going to get to go in. That's like, let's, let's have a sting operation in the methadone clinic. Let's bust all these fuckers. <laughs> not, uh, <laughs> not that I have any, uh, uh, 
dog in this fight. But now, if you're gonna if you're gonna jerk off, they have the uh, individual booths at the porn stores, so you don't have to leave. And I think that's for like if you're like a like a father and you don't want to go home, it's like okay, you, you you rent the tape there or the DVD, and then you walk into the little booth and they have a little TV and a DVD player. Not that I know anything yeah. about this, but they go in and then you just you, you jo in the booth there. And the, but that's gotta be the big the biggest draw of that is like you know, again like you're saying the secrecy away from family or whatever. Yep. But then also on top of it that like you're still sort of in public and yeah. so that's probably exciting and just to these dudes. I, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I, I never know. I never got I'm, I'm too young to remember any times or where you would go and put the money in the slide. Oh my god. And you put a coin in and the door yeah. would open and then when time was up and the door would close. Yeah, like in boondock scenes so when you put the money in and Ron Jeremy's there, you know, jailing and <laughs> Wait, we can swear on this, but you're you're tiptoeing around jerking off. Yeah, that's fair. All right, jerking <laughs> off. Oh, I think J.O. is funny. I like it, because I, I like anything that doesn't sound as... I mean, jerking off just sounds so violent. It is violent. <laughs> uh, what is your worst movie-going experience? I jerked off, but it, it literally came off. So I don't do it anymore. That's I it. jerked it completely it was, off. I just have a hole for the show now. That's it. That's all I have. I've got a show hole. I got a show hole. That's it. It's just the I can pee and nothing else. All right, that was part one of my interview with Doug Benson. So it is part one. Yeah, it's gonna be part one. Okay. It's a long one. It's like you left us on minutes. a cliffhanger. Okay. I mean, not really. <laughs> We're just sitting there stoned talking about movies. When? What? During Fantastic Fest. What do you mean you got stoned? I would I would never admit to doing that publicly. I wouldn't build an entire. I was empire. on Doug Lowe's movies one time. You were there. I was. Yeah, I was funny until I smashed a couple glasses, but in anger. Boy, if you had a life story right there. <laughs> that's right. I was funny until I smashed some glasses. Yeah. All right, that's it for five by five of the movies this week. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you'll listen next time. Uh, I'm gonna thank my co-host Mason Shear. I'm gonna take a nap. You are. You're real tired today. Thank you, Doug Benson, this week, and thank you next week probably, too. Thank you so much to everyone listening. Please review us on iTunes if you're so inclined. Email us at 5x5film at gmail.com with any questions, concerns, or criticisms. Thank you, Dan Benjamin, Hattie Cook, and the whole 5x5 network. Our theme is produced by Darren Richardson, and we'll see you next week for another 5x5 at the movies. Roll credits. Beep.